we are back with season two, episode two of Unapologetic Conversations with the Coleman, y'all. I am so excited. Um, I think, honestly, truly, this is the beginning of something new, something fresh. Um, Y'all, we came out this season. We have a new logo, if y'all haven't noticed. Um, we have a new intro and outro. It's like we just came back and we said we're, we're hitting the ground running. We are. And I actually want to be able to play us a tidbit of our new intro. If y'all watching on YouTube, you, you I have the, the hot girl summer brace in. <laughs> She's ready. Okay. The intro is literally given Meg. The stallion vibe. It's giving okay, me all about it. You know, um, actually, when we were coming up with something new um, for this season, I was just saying, you know, in my head, I was just like, you know, summer is coming. You know, obviously, a lot of us are getting vaccinated. If you haven't gotten vaccinated, you know, I'm not going to force you. But I mean, if you want to be out this summer and you want to hit the beaches, I mean, that's kind of the only way if you want to wear a mask. But, um, you know, just coming up with something that just show where we're at. And I feel like um, this season two, we just came back really strong. Like we're ready. Um, even though we are busy, like you guys, we are so busy in our personal lives. Like <laughs> yes, it's are. honestly crazy, like how we have time to sit down like each week and do an episode. So truly, we thank y'all so much for the love and support because that's kind of what keeps us going. Um, And we love doing what we do. So um, without further ado, let's get into this intro. I'm gonna let my sister kick us off. So I am, of course, Dr. E. And I am Donald Coleman. And this is Unapologetic Conversations with the Coleman's. Yes, I never get tired of saying that. Honestly, yeah, truly, I just truly, it. it's just it's just so much of a power move. Just saying it, um, it gives you shivers and goosebumps, and I'm here for it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. um, with today's episode, uh, our main topic, we're going to be talking about COVID in regards to um, where we're at now in the pandemic when it comes to mental health and wellness. Um, for a lot of us, a lot of states are um, opening up uh, vaccine centers. A lot of people are now becoming uh, eligible to get the vaccine. I believe in some states, um, I believe as young as 12 years old, um, as of when we're recording this, um, are eligible to get the vaccine. So uh, yeah, we're just gonna talk about how that is affecting our mental health and wellness community and where we're at um, right now. So, and I'm so excited to get into this. So right now we're going to go off with our first segment. Uh, what coffee are we drinking today? Uh, I will go first. Y'all, y'all know I don't like drinking straight black coffee, but sadly uh, the oat milk in my refrigerator expired. So uh, we are we are left with uh, straight. Uh, this is I believe Colombian coffee actually. Um, and it's very bitter, but I put um, brown sugar in here. Okay. So it's very sweet. Um, it's bitter and sweet. So I love it. Um, definitely will probably keep me up for most of the afternoon, but it'd be like that sometimes. It'd be like that. And actually, shouts out to Bogota, Colombia. I, when I was a flight attendant before. Oh God, becoming... her past life, y'all. <laughs> I tell y'all, this, this girl has lived many lives for the both of us. <laughs> 
I had the opportunity. My first flight out was to Bogota, Colombia with United Airlines. And that was the first time I ever had Colombian coffee. And it swept me off my feet. I literally am obsessed with it now. So I'm, I'm envious and a little jealous that I don't have that Colombian coffee over here. <laughs> Send me yeah. that. Um, honestly, I ended up stocking up because, um, of course, you guys don't know. Well, now I am a junior in college now. Congratulations, um, sir. Yeah, it's rough out here in these academia streets, but, you know, we got to <laughs> keep going. Um, so I'm now a junior in college and I stocked up on that coffee um, actually right around the time of midterms, because okay. if y'all know the mad- midterm madness, um, it is yeah. real. It's a real thing. <laughs> um, also used it during finals week. So uh, it definitely Colombian coffee. Um, it's very good. I think American coffee has nothing on that, like nothing. And if you I actually, if you put the right creamer and like you get it right, it is so amazing. <laughs> like if you they made it to an iced coffee, if they made it to an iced coffee, mm-hmm. I think they could take over the world, truly. Take over the world. <laughs> truly, truly, or at least the coffee world, at least not the actual <laughs> world, but y'all knew what I meant. Exactly. For all the coffee lovers out there, they're like totally aligned to everything that you're saying right now. They're like, yes. yes and everyone, ever, the like the non-coffee drinkers are like, um, That's do y'all stretch. got like a manual on this? <laughs> right. <laughs> no, but um, I'm actually drinking black coffee today. And guys, we did not plan this. This was something we talked about before we came on to recording. But um, in addition to me doing the podcast and in addition to other things that I have going on, I also do wellness coaching and it always gives me a boost of energy in between Zoom conversations to have my coffee. But when it's days when I'm like, I need energy right now, I do do black coffee as well. Of course, it is my hype place from Starbucks. It is not having any of the pumps of peppermint and the four raw sugar like it usually has. It's just straight up Pike Place Black. So it's definitely hitting the veins currently, giving me the dopamine and the serotonin that I need firing up neurologically. So I'm excited to get into this podcast and to let you guys know a little bit more about what I have going on on my website and aligning to helping out with COVID-19. So... Yeah, y'all, and y'all know she is truly down bad when she doesn't add her peppermint. And y'all, because if you have, by the way, if you haven't um, seen season one, you should stop, pause, rewind, reverse, delete, um, and go binge season one and come back here. But um, y'all know she has a certain recipe. She has a certain ritual with her coffee. So for her not to have did that, y'all, she is down bad. Like, I'm not going to say down bad horrendous. But you know, it's just she's she's, she is real, real down bad when she can't even do her ritual. So I, I couldn't. I needed to come here and be present for y'all, give y'all all the energy that I could muster. <laughs> so I'm already giving y'all new hairstyle vibes. Okay. Queen. Yeah, if you're watching on YouTube, right. like, can we just get in? She's like dressed like she's honestly like corporate America, but like make it black. Right. <laughs> make it, but make it black all the make- time, giving pure <laughs> melanin. Okay. <laughs> Like, y'all, honestly, she's just giving very much Black History Month, and I'm here for it. Yeah. Um, 
<laughs> but um, we are moving on to what tools and techniques did you use this week to better yourself? Um, that is your department. So I'll let you take that over, dear sister. Yes, thank you, dear brother. Well, in honor of Mental Health Awareness Month, right? Because mm, takes- it is. <laughs> well, I totally, y'all, she is like the yin to my yang because I totally forgot to even mention that. Yeah, thank you for yes. catching that. Yes, in honor of Mental Health Awareness Month, I wanted to read you guys a quote. It states, the experience I had is that once you start talking about experiencing a mental health struggle, you realize that actually you're a part of a quiet, but big club. I'll read that again. The experience I had is that once you start talking about experiencing a mental health struggle, you realize that actually you're a part of a big, quiet club. Now, when I read that the first time, it spoke volumes to me. We as mental health practitioners, we, we talk about the stigmas and we talk about how, especially in the African-American society, we sweep a lot of things under the rug when we talk about mental health, we shush a lot of the conversations because that is just like something you don't do as a taboo. But an honest reality, now that COVID-19, which we'll get into in our topic conversation, has been a part of everyone's lives for so long, we realize that the only thing that we really have right now is our voices, is conversations on platforms like what we do unapologetic conversations on with the Comans, is Zoom platforms, Microsoft team platforms, or sometimes all you have is FaceTime because it's a lot of family members and friends who are still not engaging in social aspects. So I say all that to say, if you only have a rapport that's built by conversation and not physical intact, you're realizing that if you're not talking about what's going on with you and you're not able to vocalize mentally what's going on with you, you're silently struggling and feeling like you're silently struggling alone. In honor of Mental Health Awareness Month, I wanna let you all know that's listening, whether you're suffering from depression, anxiety, social isolation, please understand that you are empowered by your voice. No longer do you have to feel like that you're a part of something that so many people are not a part of. I honestly brought my DSM and this is the old version. Um, there's actually a fifth version out now, but mine is upstairs and it's digital. So I wanted to actually have something that was like bounded and hardcore. This is the DSM. Oh, that's, um, you, is that DSM four? Yes, this is the fourth one. Okay. Um, of course there is a five revision out mm -hmm. now. But the DSM is the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Health Disorders. It is literally, and I'm going to read verbatim how many pages it is, okay? Because I don't want people to feel like they're alone in their struggle. Yeah. There is over 943 pages in the DSM. And if you guys are watching this on YouTube, you see how thick this thing is, right? Mm. And you can only imagine how big um, 943 pages could look like if you're not watching us. So I say all that to say, if the only thing you have is your voice and you're feeling like you're alone with struggling mentally, understand there is so many people in the world that are just now being able to tap into their, their power and their words and realizing that you can give life to your struggle 
you can give empowerment to yourself by just reaching out for help. It's so many different platforms out here that allows for you to talk to people like myself, to talk to other psychologists, psychiatrists from the comfort of your home, but you no longer have to feel like you're struggling alone. Because like I just stated, there's over 943 pages of research statistical diagnoses that is talking about mental health. So in honor of mental health awareness, that's where I wanna leave that. If you guys ever need somebody to talk to from the holistic standpoint, please book a wellness coaching appointment with me at dreebonycoleman.com. Yeah, and that's just so powerful because I think a lot of people, um, especially when it comes to mental health um, and mental illness specifically, um, people think that it's just an extreme, right? People just yeah. think, oh, you know, someone has depression, like they're just really down bad, like it's extreme. And in reality, like, you know, some people, it's not like that. Um, so that's why I think, this month um, really just encourages people to kind of start jumpstart those conversations, um, especially in communities of color. I feel like that's where um, a lot of the misdiagnosis, the, uh, you know, we, we've, I believe we actually <laughs> talked about that on the episode before where we um, yeah. talked about how a lot of uh, people of color oftentimes go to um, white therapists or white mental health providers and oftentimes get uh, misdiagnosed and oftentimes their struggles are swept under the rug. So I feel like this month is for people um, struggling in those silent battles. And, you know, we see you, we hear you and you're valid, point blank period. So. And there's um, a ton of support out there. So if you don't want to go to my website, I totally support that. <laughs> I just want you guys to know that there is a ton of outlets and check out NAMI as well. I think NAMI does great work and just letting people know that mental health is real, normalizing it. So um, in honor of Mental Health Awareness Month, shout out to NAMI out there that's been doing the work for many, many years now. Yes, and this is not sponsored, um, no, but not. yeah, <laughs> just but from a legal, from a legal, right? You can sponsor <laughs> us next time from just a legal standpoint, <laughs> not sponsored, but yeah. Um, so thank you for that. Yeah, um, sure. And moving forward, we're going to go to Stone of the Week. Um, this week's stone is actually uh, green. I don't know if you let me be great, but it's um, green that. quartz. Actually, where you have it positioned right now is perfect. It's perfect. Okay. Yeah, it's like yeah. mint, mint green quartz. Um, honestly, first of all, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, y'all. I got this stone. It was only a dollar. It was on sale the day that I got it, mm. and um, from the particular store that I went to, and um, I got it because it looked pretty. <laughs> this particular okay. one. Usually, <laughs> I do when I go collect stones or buy stones or crystals. Um, I usually get them for a specific reason. Um, this one, just this particular day, I was like, I just want to get it because it looks pretty. Um, because yeah. it's mint green. <laughs> like who who don't like mint green? Um, so doing research into it later on, I figure out it has a lot of purposes. So one of its okay. purposes um it stimulates the heart chakra. So for people who have issues dealing with like um relationships, whether it's platonic romantic, uh, familial. This is a great stone to have um, to simulate those that chakra energy. Um, it's also very good to attract um, ambition and wealth. Okay. Um, it's also a really good stone if you need to simulate creativity. 
So if you are a content creator or if you're an artist or a musician, um, this would really be a good stone to have like in your space where you work at. Um, I know I keep this on my dresser um, and I keep it like around my workspace because if y'all don't know, yes, I am a content creator as well. Um, obviously y'all can tell because I do podcasts, but <laughs> um, I do also do that. So yeah, and it really, um, it's a balancing stone as well. It helps realign energies. So okay. yeah, that is mint green. I love that. And plus I love that it's close to the color green. Um, if you guys are watching again, I, I like to pinpoint these things out because natural energy and alignment and getting signs in regards to, is this where you're supposed to be? Is this something you're supposed to be doing? I think that for me, our higher power gives us signs all the time. I'm actually wearing a green shirt. Um, I had no idea that he was going to be reflecting on a stone that was green today. So I just look at all those things as positive alignments, positive signs, so I just wanted to point that out. Um, I think it's a beauty beauty to see that alignment is real today in our podcast. Yes. And mm -hmm. don't we just love to see it, honestly. But um, if you guys want further information, deeper, deeper information about the stone, I do post um, Stone of the Weeks on our Instagram. So make sure you guys check it out um, each week after we after we get done uploading the episode. Um, it will be up on our Instagram. So y'all go check us out there. Yeah. Um, so moving forward, we're going to go ahead with alignments of the week. And y'all know that is also y'all. Okay. She has two segments. Okay. I mean, sometimes like we do share, uh, what tools and techniques we do. We do share that segment, we but, do. um, that is primarily hers and she has two and I only have one. So y'all, I'm going to just let her take it away this week. But you can always join tools of technique. And then sometimes like last week, remember you joined in? I did. I did. Yeah. I can't, I, that's why I said we do. Do share that one sometimes but primarily you know I leave that space for you so well I appreciate it y'all he is my younger brother if you guys don't know this is the <laughs> brother sister combination duo podcast he's my younger brother but I don't know why he's acting like he's shy and to go ahead and tiptoe into any segment because this thing is vocal all the time We'll come. I'm the eldest of seven. I just want y'all to know I am numero uno, okay? And he acts like he's older than me. So I don't know why he's trying to act like today that, oh, she has two segments and I have this one, y'all. He, Listen, he infiltrates and, then, and imposes on my segments all the time. And then do y'all peep how she has to just put me in my place by saying he's the youngest. Because y'all, words mean everything. Like, you know, when someone, descriptive words like that, like she did that with a purpose, okay? There's but um, y'all, you know, it's all love over here. Like I said, yeah, she is okay. my older sister. And y'all know I got to give her some trouble sometimes. All the time. You know, I can't, I can't let, uh, let her know peace. <laughs> You know, there will never be peace. <laughs> never be peace, okay? There's beauty and love and war. <laughs> Jesus. So getting back to um, the tools and techniques, guys, I know that we talk about COVID-19 and the pandemic. And Actually, it was um, alignment of the week. Oh, I know. I don't. I don't. I don't off her energy, y'all. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I gotta. We gotta realign our energies. Alignment of the week. Well, how I keep my alignment, okay, is that I do um, have a vitamin supplement line, as you guys know. 
And my vitamin supplement line is called Vitamin Supplements by Dr. E. So with everything going on, as far as like the pandemic, COVID-19, it's really important to keep your immune systems high. Mm -hmm. So during this time, I wanted to align and direct my research because I'm a researcher, y'all. I love qualitative. If you ever look at any of my um, dissertation, you will see that qualitative research is what I specialize in. So what I had an opportunity to do is that during this COVID time, I did have downtime in the beginning. I wanted to design a vitamin supplement line that was purely organic, gluten-free, and was made from all of the herbs without other things that was going to subtract from it. So in order to boost my immune system, give me the energy that I need and protection when I'm going into the world, I do take these supplements. The first one is the um, vitamin C with rose hips. And I don't, this, there we go. <laughs> okay, Angle. yeah, got enough. Angle. <laughs> so vitamin C with rose hips, y'all. Y'all see that um, if you're watching, it is 500 milligrams, 100 capsules. And this particular one, I love vitamin C. Vitamin C gives you all the energy that you need. It will give you that midday boost. So I take the vitamin C supplements around like where I would usually take that second cup of coffee because I'm trying to wean off of so much coffee. I take that because it gives you the energy you need. It gives you the antioxidants to be able to build your immune system as well. So that's really helpful um, in today's times, of course. Um, the second one that I have cultivated is the iris sea moss. There we go. Okay, there you go. You gotta work, <laughs> work them angles. Okay, and the iris sea moss is 900 milligrams this one is 90 capsules that's right 90 capsules y'all so you're getting your bang for your buck and if you don't know irish sea moss is one of the main things that if you're doing holistic healing and during this pandemic especially they're telling you that the irish sea moss actually gets rid of the mucus in the lungs which is one of the culprits that when people actually get coronavirus, that's one of the things that it starts closing down on first is your respiratory system, your internal organs, it fills up with mucus. So it allows you, the IRC moss allows for you to naturally cleanse your respiratory system, cleanse the mucus out of the body and to keep it healthy. The third and the last one is this one has been going crazy with all the ladies, some men, but mostly for the ladies. They'll even buy it for their girlfriends. And this one is the Nutra Glow Skin. Tango, boom. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this one is like gonna give you summertime fat, right? So I love it because it cleanses the skin. I have on my um, Instagram, I do like reviews that people send me via email. And one of the reviews was uh, one of the ladies was telling me that she had dark spots on her skin for many years. She's went to dermatologists. She's taken different supplements, but with the Nutri-Glow skin formula, she has been able to minimize the black marks on her skin, the acne blemishes on her skin. And the Nutri-Glow formula has allowed for her skin to give more of a, a bright and even tone appearance. So if you're trying to go out this summer, not trying to wear too much of that foundation because the heat and foundation usually doesn't make for a good combination. <laughs> um, the Nutra Glow Skin Formula is there for you. And that one also is in the 90 capsule formula. So with all that being said, um, you guys can definitely 
get that on drebonycoleman.com. It is available and yeah, it's under my vitamin supplements by Dr. E-Tab. So that's listen, my alignment. Listen, we love um, small <laughs> black owned businesses. Um, I think that's the beauty of it is that, um, and for me, I really didn't start investing, like buying from small businesses until COVID hit because I realized um, like when we first went to the pandemic, you know, everything was happening, you know, the world was just kind of at a standstill with everything, you know, with the protests and stuff. And um, I really just took time because we were in the house anyways, um, just, you know, investing, like looking at local businesses. And honestly, I think people sleep so heavy on local businesses when really like that's where you find a lot of gems, you know, and the beauty of that is you guys, she formulates this herself. It's not like a big name brand company where it's like, you know, they're mass producing these things just to meet a quota or to, you know, fulfill a certain standard of whatever they're trying to sell. This is something that a lot of time was taken into, a lot of thought. So you guys, y'all check her out. You know, not even not even hyping her up because she's my sister, but actuality. <laughs> Um, I think, you know, especially, and we're going to get into that a little bit in today's topic, but um, just choosing quality over quantity. I feel like that's always, right? I know, just <laughs> quality over quantity. Yes. Like, that's just something, um, you know, you have to take into effect. So, um, especially what you put in your body as well. So, okay. um, moving on with that, we're going to go on to today's main topic, which is COVID-19 and how, where we're at, you know, how's that affecting our mental health and wellness as a whole. Um, I'll kickstart us off um, with saying that you guys, we've been in the pandemic for almost, I believe two years now, um, our two year mark. And honestly, it's so crazy. Um, it's been a crazy year, <laughs> um, okay, I think in itself, and we're only in May. <laughs> so from January to now, it's been a crazy couple months. So um, I definitely feel as though um, now with a lot of vaccines now being made available to uh, all these communities, uh, low income areas, I think this will definitely have a significant improvement when it comes to mental health. Um, and we talked about that before on the show where we were saying how being cooped up in the house, you know, for long periods of time is just not good for one's mental health. Uh, physical health nor um, emotional health honestly um, so I, of course I'm going to get my sister's thoughts on this in a bit but um, just I, I guess I can ask the question now so you know because you're a psychologist PhD if y'all y'all didn't know now you know um, so how do you feel now that vaccines are being made widely available like, do you see there will be an upward trend as far as um, mental health goes and how people's just overall health, health wise? And like, what, do you, what are your thoughts on that? It's a tricky uh, conversation piece because for many years in the Black community, we have been infiltrated in ways where our trust has been taken advantage of. Yes. So I think that in the Black community, it has been hard for a lot of people to trust this vaccine and to um, understand the mechanisms of what's going on with it. Is it really helping us? Is it hindering us? Um, being able to actually decipher all of the statistics and the news media around it and trusting it. And um, I definitely understand that. And I have my reservations as well as being a Black woman. 
but I do believe that in elderly populations, I do believe um, that in our parents' age group, mm-hmm. that there is some trust in regards to maybe not trust from the government, but just the trust of, okay, this vaccine is going to allow for me to be around my loved ones, yeah. my church members. Um, it's going to allow for me to go out and be a little bit more social. And I bring those aspects up because the elderly population, they are used to being in church communities. Our grandparents, they are used to going to the community center and working out and playing pool. And now they don't have access to that. And yes, the elderly, they can build, um, they can have treadmills in their basement, like (laughs) our grandparents, and they can have phone conversations with people. And even our parents, they have the technology of using iPhones and having phone conversations. And I say all that to say it's not the same as the interpersonal hand-to-hand interaction. I think the younger generation, like my generation filtrating into your generation, we're more comfortable with technology. Yeah, We can get on Zoom (laughs) calls for hours. We can boast about our um, new entrepreneurships on Instagram (laughs) and Facebook. And what was the new one? Twitch you were telling me about? Yeah, we're cool with that. Getting on YouTube (laughs) and all, we are good with it. But I think the older generation going all the way down to the geriatric generations, they're like not okay with that. They want to get back to their normative program, even though the new norm, I don't think it's going to ever completely get back to that. But I believe that has allowed for them to be more trusting in getting the vaccine. So I do think it will be spikes. I do think that in regards to spikes, I think it's going to be more people in those generations, like the elderly and like our parents' generations that's going to take it because the holidays is coming up. People want to see their loved ones. They want to kiss on those grandbabies for the holidays. So they're wanting to get that vaccine. But on the flip side of it, if the younger generation is not getting the vaccine, like our age group, filtrating to your age group is not getting it. I do worry around holiday times if the two are coming together and both parties have not received this vaccine, what effects, long-term effects, is it going to have on the populations that are more vulnerable, such as our parents and our grandparents? So that's kind of like how I see it is more like a twofold um, viewpoint and perspective. What about you? So um, I kind of view it as like a two-way street, right? Because I know we've talked off camera um, because for, for you guys who don't know, um, if you don't haven't been following me on Instagram, which you should, but um, you know, I am now fully vaccinated as of last Tuesday. Um, I got my second dose of Pfizer and um, we've talked about, cause you know, you have your reservations and um, in the beginning when vaccines were made available um, to individuals with uh, pre-existing health conditions, cause I, I fit into that category. Um, I have pre-existing health conditions. And um, when it was made available to that group, I didn't, I wasn't the first one to jump up and get a vaccine because, you know, I had my reservations about it. I didn't know at the time, you know, what was in the vaccines. I just didn't, there wasn't, it wasn't more so about the vaccine itself. There just wasn't a lot of data. 
and there wasn't a lot of statistics to kind of back up what um, they were saying at the time. And for those of you who don't know, um, I'm a STEM major right now. Currently, I'm a biology major. And uh, <laughs> just, a, just a little something, something, nothing major. But, um, you know, in my educational training, uh, I look at numbers. I look at statistics. I'm not afraid to look at a piece of research and dissect it um, because I think that's what's important to determine whether or not you as an individual feel like you should get the vaccine. And at that time, the numbers that were coming out, they were very short term. Um, there was no um, like year long projection. There wasn't any estimates at the time. So I didn't get it. However, um, a couple of months later, you know, a lot of, uh, a lot of studies were done. A lot of numbers had been released and I still have my reservations about getting it, but I decided to get it because like you said, you know, I am exposed. First of all, um, I live in a college town for one. So there's a lot of people I, I live. So I live in Ypsilanti for those of you who don't know and Ypsilanti borders Ann Arbor. So it's basically two cities in one, right? So, cause downtown Ann Arbor is not that far from where I'm at. It's like a 15, 20 minute drive. Um, so you have, I'm in sandwiched in between these two cities and I'm on a college uh, campus on top of, I'm going back home seeing family, you know, and they are in that age range where, you know, if you got COVID or you catch it, it can be pretty lethal. So I just didn't feel like it was fair for them. If I put someone in harm's way because of me just being stubborn. So, uh, I mean, I was never gung-ho about the vaccine. I'll be the first one to admit it, but I got it because I just didn't want to bring harm to anyone's way. Because I'm in that age range where if I caught COVID, it would just be more of just, I caught a cold, right? Oh. It just, you know, hopefully, like I wouldn't have experienced, I mean, I probably would because I have pre-existing health conditions, but um, you know, they're saying like people between the ages, I believe of 18 and like 25, you know, the cases of there being like severe symptoms is like below, I believe it was like 30%. So uh, that's why I got the vaccine. So I think moving forward now that vaccines are becoming widely available, because they actually released today in Michigan, um, over, I believe 55% of Michigan residents have been vaccinated. So that's over a little over half the state. So I think moving forward, um, as far as mental health wise goes, I think a lot of people um, who have been in quarantine, hard quarantine, still you know respecting guidelines, CDC guidelines. Um, I think personally, we'll see a trend of people being a lot happier emotionally, or this their mental health improving because they're getting outside, they're being social. So yeah, that's kind of where I think um, it's gonna lead to. And especially we're in the warm months now, y'all, we in summer, you know, everyone wants to have a hot girl, hot boy summer. So I think, you know, it's gonna be uh, a rise and just overall improving mental health and emotional health. Yeah, I agree with you 1000%. My reservations are going to have to come to some type of conclusion before <laughs> the holidays start coming around, right? Especially for Christmas. Um, if you guys don't know, I reside in Georgia. 
So I'm many, many miles away from my family in Michigan. So it's easy for me to kind of like isolate myself away from family members and still feel like I have a choice with the vaccine because my family is so far away from me. And I know I'm probably not going to see a lot of them or any of them until the holidays one-on-one. So I have to decide Uh, last year for Christmas briefly, like I didn't even sit down and eat. Um, I did see my grandparents, but I had a mask on Mm -hmm. and I couldn't hug. I couldn't, you know, like interact. And my grandmother calls me beans. I told y'all that before beans. And so just hearing her voice and actually seeing her in the flesh was like, it brought tears to my eyes because I haven't for so long, like even when COVID was going on, I would drive by and wave at her or I would like drop things on the porch or she would open up her main door and through the screen, we would like look at each other and wave and talk. And so I do want, I would love for this year, Christmas to be able to sit down at the dinner table and eat dinner with my grandparents and the rest of my family during the holidays. So I I have to make a decision. And I honestly think that I'm not alone in this thought process. It's a lot of my generation who we've moved away from home and we're like, yeah, I'm not taking that COVID vaccine. But the holidays are coming. And as much as I can sit here and say that I do have my reservations about the vaccine, if it's showing me that this is the only way that my family is going to feel protected when I go around them, I might have to do it. And so um, as a type A personality, as a person where I'm reading everything and trying to, I'm very cautious about the things I put into my body. Um, it, It does scare me. And if I was to sit here and tell you guys that it didn't, I would be malingering, I'd be lying. (laughs) So (laughs) I don't want to sit here and make it seem like I got it all figured out and put together because I'm still up in the air about taking it for myself. But at this point, I'm trying to think of others. And when I say others, I'm talking about my family. So it just sounds like we were, honestly, you're in the same thought process I was in a month ago. Okay. Like okay. you, you are me a month ago mentally. Yeah. <laughs> Not age like wise, y'all. Stated, like but... you're you're home. You're in Michigan, so it's like you have to hurry up and make a decision. Yeah, I I because at that point, and I also was planning on going on a road trip um, with some friends. Um, I still am trying to plan that out, but just for context okay. purposes, I didn't feel comfortable leaving the state without some form of vaccination because. Yes, I obviously would have worn masks and respected social distance, distancing um, guidelines. But as y'all know, each state kind of has its own rules and regulations when it comes to that. So I just didn't feel comfortable leaving Michigan standards because I know Michigan. I know what the guidelines are and I know what the regulations are and statistics. And I know that. But if I'm going to take a road trip to, let's say, Illinois, I don't know that. It's unfamiliar to me. And right. I would have not felt right morally going on this vacation and potentially because you guys COVID is so lethal you can carry it and not exert any symptoms 
and you could be unwillingly spreading spreading it to other people Mm -hmm. so morally i could i just i would have not felt right going and not being vaccinated so that was another factor i played in to my decision is traveling because y'all you know i want to travel i miss we are traveling family (laughs) i think out of all of us we love to travel um y'all i swear to god like it's just like every couple of weeks, like we text each other and be like, where are you at? It's like, you you home? Like, no, nah, I'm, I'm traveling. I'm on a flight. So I was like, oh, well, I'm going to plan a flight, too. So what's good? Like kind of thing. So um, that was just also another decision that factored into me getting the vaccine. And, you know, like I said, our grandparents, I was also thinking about them. Just it wouldn't have felt right um, going into the holiday season because, you know, we got Fourth of July coming up. You know, we have all these different holidays coming up and not being able to be there face to face. I know it kills them. It killed me like the first year, like when back. Yeah. Back when I had to move out of the dorms, it it killed me that I couldn't be around anyone. So, um, yeah, that's kind of where I was at with it. I know. like As much as I want to just know what I want to do next, I, I honestly don't. And even if, and I want to empower other people, right? Like if you guys are listening and you're feeling like the holidays are coming and you have to do it, like Donald just stated, 4th of July, some people do go home for 4th of July. Um, I would say this, Zoom is still a real platform. <laughs> as much as we, are, we want to be interactive, FaceTime is still a real platform. Microsoft Teams, a real platform. And I plug all these platforms because the clarity is there. Also, again, y'all, this is them. not this is not sponsored. <laughs> not. I wish Microsoft, Zoom. Matter of fact, we're using Zoom right now. So if Zoom Literally. could just politely, respectfully <laughs> cut us a check, that Thank would be amazing. You. That would be amazing. <laughs> but um, if that was like, if it's something that's making y'all feel like y'all have to do it now, understand these platforms are still very real. You can still utilize them. Make a decision, but make an educated decision. Make a decision around how it's going to make you feel. I can't speak for everybody else. I can sit on this platform and I can talk about how the vaccines have been shown to assist in giving women more blood clots. And they're thinking about that being an antecedent to infertility. This is all research that's out there. However, the foundation of the research, the residual effects over years of if this research is going to be valid and have merit, I can't speak to clarity on that because the vaccine is so new. The research is very flexible at this point. Nothing is like set in stone. So that's why I say you have to do your own research for yourself. You have to feel validated in your opinion because the vaccine is going into your body. Not the, not your family's bodies, your body. So give yourself the liberty and the grace. Sometimes we don't hold grace for ourselves. Give yourself the liberty and the grace to realize that if that's something you don't want to do right now, utilize the virtual platforms. Give yourself the empowerment to say, okay, I might miss out another year on the holidays, but understanding that you missing out on the holidays is allowing you to stay in alignment to how you feel personally and to empower yourself personally 
and to understand there's so many other days outside of the holidays that you still have to go on being in your body. So I just want to make that very clear to people. Yeah, you definitely just, wow, goosebumps. I swear to God, she she stayed giving me goosebumps and shivers, y'all. But um, I definitely agree with that 100%. um, As someone who is vaccinated, I will never try and force anyone to do something that you are not willing to do. Because at the end of the day, um, vaccinations, inoculations are still very much voluntary. Um, I volunteered to do this because I said, like I said before, you know, the fact there were a lot of factors that played into that. Um, yeah. And I 100% agree. Zoom is still a thing. Google Hangouts is still a thing. Uh, FaceTime, WhatsApp, we have yeah. all these different platforms. Um, but as someone, I love being outside. I love you know, running. I love going on walks. I love going to the gym. And just because I am vaccinated still does not mean I still very much wear a mask. I still very much respect CDC social distancing guidelines. Um, Give me my six feet still. Don't be all up on me because I will do a quick look. If you saw that, just that little, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Just, just, respectfully but right knock if you buck uh respectfully (laughs) disrespectfully give me my six feet but um yeah but overall i just think um now even if you don't decide to get the vaccine i think the main objective with it is uh herd immunity so if enough people get it you know we can combat this thing and we can return to some sort of normalcy because I know, um, and I, we were talking about it off camera and actually some of it we're talking about is going to be on our presentation coming up um, this Sunday coming up. If you all don't know, um, we talked about it in the first episode, but um, we'll, we'll talk about it towards the end. But um, some of our research that we're doing now for this presentation talks about COVID and in academia and how that um, a lot of students you know, when they were asked about their mental health, doing virtual has declined versus being in an in-person setting, being on campus, because there's just a certain aspect of life that we miss and that affects our emotional health because it's like, we're feeling like we're trapped at home. There's no way out, you know, doomsday every day. You see breaking news on your phone all the time. You don't know, oh my God, what's going to happen? It's just that every day waking up dreading seeing those things. So I just encourage people to definitely um, stay up to date. Um, Make sure you are taking care of yourself, whether that is sometimes you got to unplug, you got to put your phone on, do not disturb. Listen, tell them at the office, you'll see them on Monday. Sometimes you just have to do that. You know what I'm saying? So I definitely, um, especially because it's, mental health awareness month especially take care of your mental health this month out of all months if you don't because you know it's just important because now we're in a situation where we are just still isolated from each other so it's just very important to look out for those signs of burnout which we'll also be talking about. I just, yeah. you know, y'all, y'all should just kind of just be used to us plugging ourselves. But plug, plug, plug all day. <laughs> I mean, I just, I love it because we are the epitome of what we talk about. That's just what it is. We talk about self care alignment, mental health. We talk about burnout. These are all the things that I have researched. These are all the things that you're currently researching as a student. So it's just evolving and becoming what it is that we're preaching and spreading it from a perspective that research 
in the past, a lot of times doesn't come from people that look like me and you, right? It's not talked about from people that look like me and you. <laughs> that's a that's so, a whole podcast episode in itself, y'all. Honestly, we would we would need a guest for that one. Because <laughs> that's just me and you will be talking. The podcast will be nine hours long, and I gotta go to sleep because I gotta work in the morning. Listen, that that <laughs> would just be a whole. That would have to be like a season finale episode. But, right. um, yeah, no, I definitely agree. And just you know, as far as closing remarks go. Um, Cause y'all, we do gotta wrap up because we got things yeah. to do. She she's a working girl. Uh, <laughs> okay. I, 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 listen, we got things to do, things to see. But um, just in closing remarks, I think um, if you are listening to this, you know, like my sister said before, give yourself grace. Um, let yourself feel your feelings are valid, very much valid. Okay. Um, during this whole pandemic, I know we, a lot of us have felt anger. A lot of us have felt anxiety. A lot of us have felt depression, isolation, um, all these negative emotions. Um, actually, really quick, uh, I want to pull up because there's this app I use, and it's called Sayana. Okay. And it's a mental health like check-in app. So every day you that. can do like. I love Listen, that. I people think I get on this podcast and I don't preach what I say, like. <laughs> Honestly, use these tools and techniques. And um, there's a actual technique and it's basically you're in a classroom and imagine that your emotions are the students and you are the teacher. And you have some students that are excellent students, never cause any trouble. You have students that are constantly causing trouble and being the class clowns all the time. And then you have some students who are just they're average, you know, they come to class, they do what they need to do. And so imagine instead of thinking of students, think of your emotions. You have positive emotions that come up and come out and they're excellent and you love them, you love to see them. Okay. You have pesky emotions where it's just like, oh my God, here you come again. Like, oh, I gotta deal with you. And then you have some emotions where you're just like, okay, I'm, I'm just here, I'm here today. Yeah. So I just challenge everyone to, instead of looking at, it, like you're the teacher in the classroom and you're trying to manage your emotions look at your emotions in the eyes of the students so look at your emotions objectively and just really analyze yourself and analyze that okay my emotions are here and just work on balancing your emotions because you're always going to have negative ones you're always going to have positive ones and you're going to have some neutral ones and it's okay to have more negative than positive or more positive than negative but I just encourage everyone um, this week to just kind of reflect and look at your emotions and, you know, just accept that, hey, sometimes I have a bad day. I have an off day, but tomorrow it's going to be a reset. So each day is a new day. I am so proud to know that you are my brother. You are a part of who we are in our family lineage. And you are smart. You are intelligent. And you Girl, are she well said, I done made the whole, I done, I done made the whole bloodline proud. Listen, listen, because it's the, it's the new norm, right? So we come from a family where they were like working in the factories and they, you know, we, we come from Detroit, Michigan. Like that's our family lineage. Okay. For Chevy motor companies. So we are the new norm in our family. And it makes me so proud to, to see you, to hear you and to, just understand like your future is going to be so amazing and that you are a part of the new norm for our family. And it's okay 
to talk about new norms, even in today's world, right? Because the world is changing and we're now embarking and are currently in a new norm. So I want to normalize the fact that being something different is okay. It might be a little bit uncomfortable. It might be questionable. And um, you might have this mystery looming around it because no one has done it before. But understand that sometimes new norms is a development for something beautiful. And it's going to be a, a lineage new for your family that's going to be financially and emotionally um, great. So on that note, I want to say shout out to our cousin who will be graduating from Morehouse Medical School this Saturday, which is Morehouse is located here. It's an HBCU located here in the state of Georgia. Her name is Arielle Jordan. She will be graduating with her MD. That's right, her medical degree. So she is now the second, I being the first, she <laughs> is now the second doctor in the Coleman family. So listen, honestly, we just love to see it. And <laughs> we honestly, I'm thinking of this quote. Um, and I, this is like literally the story of my life is yeah. um, the quote is, they told me I couldn't do it. So I did it anyway. Period. And I think that incorporate like that right there is so powerful. I'm going to say it again. They told me I couldn't do it. So that's why I did it. Because I think a lot of people look at me and they see it's unconventional and unconventional. Like you said, um, and y'all, we're still closing remarks. I don't think we're going to, after this, she's going to say our remarks and we're going to be over with, but just really quickly, it's really important to acknowledge that, um, that our podcast, that's what we, one of our core tenants is, um, that we just embrace though. We embrace, like you said, the new norm because I am someone I want to be a psychiatrist. I want to be a child psychiatrist, actually. And that's what I'm focusing a lot of my educational training on is studying for that, because there are a lot of people that look like us in these communities. And when you look at the ratio of Black people in medicine and in these mental health fields, mental health specifically, it's scary. <laughs> it's scary when you look at those numbers. So I just come on here and I say what I say and I do what I do because I do it. I literally do it for the people. <laughs> exactly. You're living and walking and talking about what it is that you do. And so when you embody something, it's hard to feel like you're impersonating something that is not who you are. You're walking and you're talking and now you're cultivating content around exactly what you do on a day-to-day -day basis. And I love, you know, I am an advocate for not looking like what society deems you should look like <laughs> if you want to be a doctor or a person in academia. Listen, if you guys follow me on Instagram, which is D-R, period, Ebony, E-B-O-N-Y, C-O-L-E-M-A-N. Just, just know that period took me out. Because <laughs> <Okay. laughs> she had to really just physically, period. Period. <laughs> If you guys follow me, some days I will give you nothing but content about my vitamin supplement line. Some days I will give you comp content about my wellness coaching, about my fitness line. Some days it's she's looking good today and she wanted to capture this moment. Okay. But I say all that to say, even when I was on my journey to become PhD, it's about balance. 
Yes, you have your research and you have your academia and your late night study and your writing papers. That's a part of the journey. But the other part is still being yourself and identifying who you are and how you're going to be able to navigate in this world of academia and still hold on to what makes you 100% whole and uniquely you. Never let anybody or societal roles or titles and box you in to be what they want you to be. You are, you are uniquely you. Your higher power has made you you for a reason and never be ashamed of that. Never let anybody make you feel like an imposter in your own body. So that, I wanna leave it on that because y'all know if you guys watched this in season one, we had a podcast where we talked about imposter syndrome and how society can make you feel like you're not worthy. So I can go on a whole like tyrant on that. But I just want to empower it, especially with it being Mental Health Awareness Month. Understand that you are aware of who you are. You owe it to yourself to be great. You owe it to be your title. If you're a doctor, make them say it. Okay, if you're LLC, if you're LSW, if you're MSW, if you're BAMA, make them acknowledge it. Okay, and you deserve where you are right now because you worked your B-U-T-T off for it. Okay, so... <laughs> That's how I'm going to leave it. <laughs> Honestly, love that energy. Um, yeah, that's where yeah. we're just going to leave it off. You know, we guys, we pay it forward, um, especially, you know, that's kind of what we do here. We uplift each other. We uplift the, we uplift the community. And honestly, that's what we, that's why we do what we do. But um, thank you guys so much for tuning in on this episode. We greatly appreciate it, you guys. Um, if you don't already, make sure you follow our Instagram. That's where you receive all of our updates um, on anything we are doing on the show or show related events, whatever it may be. It will be on our Instagram. Um, I will have our email linked. If you're interested of being a guest on the show or have us do an event or do any kind of um, whatever you need us to do, um, our ins- uh, no, I'm sorry. Well, you can't DM, DM us on Instagram, but our best place to reach out for stuff like that is our email. Um, that is in our Instagram and it'll also be linked in the description below. If you are watching this on YouTube, make sure you comment, like, subscribe, and share the video. Make sure boost boost this algorithm up. Boost it okay. up. And if there. you are watching this on YouTube, make sure you hit the tiny bell icon so you will never, and I repeat, never miss a beat on any episodes we drop. Um, and make sure I go check out my sister's website, y'all. <laughs> she is over here just being a black girl boss. Okay. What's that new hashtag girl boss? She's a black girl boss. Okay. <laughs> hashtag that. Okay. And then hashtag respectfully. Okay. Ha- hashtag respectfully. <laughs> hashtag respectfully, Dr. E. Okay. Just make this. Are we going to trademark that off? Okay. <laughs> t-shirt okay we gotta get this merch going we gotta get some merch going y'all we've been slacking but we're gonna we're gonna make it happen but um anything (laughs) you would like to add before we end no just be unapologetically you and make sure you tune in every monday to unapologetic conversations with the comments yes even though this week uh this episode will be released on tuesday but um y'all we just again uh as far as our times we just we are booked and busy okay in our regular lives we are booked and busy (laughs) so uh we try to adhere to the every monday but sometimes that just don't work out that way but we will come back every week to deliver great quality content and thank you for sticking with us and we will see you in the next episode all right guys (laughs) see you